0: We welcome you to The Truth Simply Put, our broadcast and teaching series at the Basilea Commission. You're about to receive God's unadulterated word, brought to you by Pastor Alexander Victor, challenging, uplifting, and provoking you to new dimensions in your kingdom walk. And now, today's message. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich, he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich and not rich in money, the riches of the glory of his grace. The riches of the glory of his grace. That's what we're rich in. And that's what supplies everything else. So that we, having all sufficiency in all things, can then abound unto every good work. It's not money that causes us to abound, it's the riches of the glory of his grace. That's, what, that's the riches that the cross gave us. So I have that riches. And I'm dealing with infection. No, I'm poor. Even if I have the money to fly myself to Dubai. To get treatment. I am poor. And do you understand what I've just said to you? Pav is here. No car. Rich. Rent, rent not paid. Rich. Bills unpaid. Rich. I have the riches of the glory of his grace, so I can abound in every good work. And because of that, there's some nonsense that can, can, cannot happen to me. It's not possible. It's not possible. He swapped it. That's, that's what the cross did. It can't happen to me. And so we teach you this, and you now say that we are the ones that are charlatans. Something's wrong with you. Somehow we don't want to come into the knowledge of who we are in Christ. That's the holy gospel. Christ is not a message, he is the message, and he is the result of the message. He is the message, and he is what results from the message. He's not a message among other messages. We are called to preach Christ and Him crucified. He is the message. And our boldness stems from the righteousness we have in him. Because of our sin that he took. Tell your neighbor he swapped it. (laughs) Say to yourself, because Jesus Came my, sin, my sin, I have become his righteousness. Become his righteousness. Swore. Swart, swore. Yeah. Because Jesus became my sin. My, sin. my sin, I have now become his righteousness. So you see, until this eon, this dispensation is over, you will never have any righteousness of your own. The journey is not such that God gave you a loan of small righteousness of Jesus. So that as you start to grow, you now start to manufacture your own righteousness and try to begin to become a son of God. The devil is a liar. What gives you right standing before God is the fact that he took off Christ what was inherently his and imputed it into you so that every time God sees you he deals with you as Christ is. That's the word justification. Do you understand? So you're not expected to perform to become. You, you are not expected to perform to become. That is another gospel. Which is not another. You are not called to perform to become. For those whom he foreknew 29 of Romans 8 I think he predestined to be conformed to the image of his son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren that's the doctrine of election in theology it doesn't suggest that God chose some and did not choose others it's saying that anybody that is saved was chosen to be saved but you see we understand election to mean that there are people that God did not choose to be saved But scripture doesn't suggest that. For the grace of God has appeared to all men. All men. God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. So so election is everybody's birthright. For those whom he foreknew, he predestined to be conformed. So the reason why you are saved is because you were predestined to be saved. It has nothing to do with you. God wrote a list. Your name was inside. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear what I just said? Yeah. That's, that, that's all. It's that simple. That is that book of life. You, you, you don't you didn't write yourself into it. Yeah. You are just written. That's why you died, and now your lives are hid with Christ in God. So while religious people are waiting for the role to be called, we, we are sons of God because the role has been called. (laughs) That's predestination. From the foundation of the earth, the role was called and my name was inside. That's the end of the role. I have no business with any other role they are trying to call. Because you know when that role was called. At the foundation of the world. And because my name was included. The lamb was slain. For those he. For new. For new. For new. For new. Even Peter speaking in Acts chapter 2. I believe. Tells them that Christ whom you killed by the pre-knowledge of God. So while they were doing all they were doing, the remote control for that drone was in God's hands. And it's like, no, slap him more, slap him, flog him again, pull it, flog him. Where's the crown of thorns? No, Where's the crown of thorns? Bring the crown of thorns, bring it now, put it on his head, squeeze it in, let it bleed. And they are screaming and, and they are not bloodthirsty enough. And he amps up the volume of the aggression. Because they will look upon him whom they have bruised. He had no comeliness about him that he should be desired. So bruise him some more. That's 4 billion people sins covered. That's not enough. Beat him up some more. There is still some skin on his body. Take it up. It pleased God, Isaiah 53, to bruise him. So God was behind the scenes manipulating the rage of Israel. Peter says, by the foreknowledge of God. Hey, where's my Bible? Thank you, Spirit of God. Acts 2, 22. It's after Pentecost yeah. The guys acting like they were drunk. You know, being accused of being drunk. Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, signs and wonders which God did through him in your midst as you yourselves also know. 23, see verse 23. Him being delivered, how? And foreknowledge of God you have taken by lawless hands have crucified put to death go on to verse 24 whom God raised up having lost the pain of death because it was not possible that he should be held by it. go back to 23 in the the NLT on the message or something let's see how a contemporary language puts this this Jesus following the deliberate well thought out plan of God was betrayed by men who took the law into their own hands and was handed over to you the deliberate and well thought out plan of God. By the predetermined counsel of God, they killed him. So God was behind it. It's not enough. Brews him him some more. I know how deep this cup is. He's got to drink all of it. Yawan is not inside yet. Beat him up some more. Oh yeah, we don't have of young. We have this one. We don't have the other of young. Bruise him some more. God was behind it, and it was pleasing him to bruise Christ because you know what God was going through when God was being beaten up—labor pain, travail—and God was groaning. And he was bruising and he was wailing. And, and what comes in conception, in delivery? Water and blood. What came on the cross? Water and blood. Jesus is going, God is going through labor pain. He's, he's, he's going through travail. And he's, he's, he's in labor because sons were about to be born. And he was not going to shorten the process. He wasn't going to shorten the process. He was in labor. And Zion travailed. She brought forth. It was in labor. It was in labor. By the predetermined plan of God. We happened. On the earth. And so heaven looks at us as exact replicas of Christ. Because the product down the assembly line cannot differ from the prototype. Each time there's fashion people here, I learned that from Debbie, pattern drafting. Where in order to do a long chain of, of, of a particular cloth or or you know, you, you'd paper sam is here as well another professional fashion designer and you cut some particular material and you draft a pattern so once you get that pattern right all you're doing is laying that pattern on any material and use a cutting machine and cut it and stitch it and you have 200 300 400 so one one cannot be smaller than the other one cannot be bigger than the other one cannot be wider than the other because they are all cut from the same pattern And so the most painful, the most painstaking, the most annoying process is in drafting and cutting that pattern. But once you have the pattern, lay it on the machine, put the cutting machine and follow it through. Who is the pattern? Christ. Who is the product of the pattern? What do I look like? So Christ. In me. The hope of glory. God sees me. And he sees the pattern. Because he gave birth to me. Not by corruptible seed. But by incorruptible seed. Because. Jesus became my sin. I have become his righteousness. Isaiah 53 verse 10 and 11. I have a few more minutes. I'm doing good for time, you know. Isaiah 53 in verse 10. Go back to verse 9. And they made his grave with the wicked. But with the rich at his death. Because he was buried in a rich man's tomb. Yes. As I was saying, what had already happened before it happened. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was a well thought out deliberate plan. plan. Yeah. It had happened. Because he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Yet. No. Yet. He shall see the labour of his soul. He shall see his seed, that's me. He shall see the labour of his soul be satisfied. So the standing you have with God is that he sees his seed. Not your works. Your works could not have paid this kind of price. Your works could not have paid this kind of price. I've shared over and over the difference between sin and sins in genesis 3 what happened was original sin we've talked about this we'll read the synopsis next week and then by the time we read synopsis to be a lot yeah it'll be a lot i've talked about sin and sins i will not spend a lot of time on that but sin was the missing the mark you know hamacha in the in the hebrew um of anything that was contrary to what gives god glory remember that yeah remember that Anything. So at the point that Eve committed the act of sinning, what happened was the sin nature activated inside mankind. Prototype of mankind, pattern of mankind, Adam and Eve. Are you with me? Yeah. That was the pattern God drafted. Yeah. Adam and Eve, Ish and Isha. Together, Ha. Adam, mankind, the moment Eve committed an act of sinning, it introduced the nature of sin in the prototype. So Adam coming to eat was like a moth going to a flame. Adam no longer had the option of not eating because the prototype had been corrupted. So it's not an Eve ate. Eh? Why did Adam not have, why was he not man enough? Adam was not the one that was the trousers in the marriage. Eve was the one that wears the trousers. Because, I mean, Adam had a choice. He could have not eaten. No, sir. Adam had no choice. Because man had fallen. If Adam had a choice to eat that fruit and did not eat it, then it means you had a choice not to be born a sinner. Because if you are arguing why did Adam not refuse to eat, you should argue why am I born a sinner? Did you choose it? Why were you born a sinner? Because they caught you from the pattern of sin. Come on, talk to me. The pattern of sin gives birth to sin perpetually. Because somehow somebody in QC, quality control, checked out the bricks and figured, well, they are okay. And the moment that person said they are okay, the mold for that particular component was set in motion and everything that comes off the assembly line from that prototype is an exact replica of the prototype that was okayed. What comes off the line replicates what was okayed as the prototype. That's the concept of original sin. So we are not sinners because we sinned. We are sinners because sin was imputed to us from the prototype, Adam and Eve. Okay, do you understand? Do you understand? We are not sinners because we sinned. And then now, as a believer, that you sin, does not make you a sinner. Because you don't have the nature of sin. As a sinner, no good they ever did made them righteous. Oh, they were good guys. From the first Adam's lineage. Job was supposed to be a good guy. Until he was pressed. He had no sin of the flesh. But eventually we saw he had sin of the soul, sin of the spirit. Because he began to talk against God. And God said, who is he that darkens counsel without knowledge? Job 38, I think verse 1. Guard up your and Sit down. I will ask you questions. You will answer. Here you have mouth. Hmm? You want to talk. God is talking. You are talking. Sit down. I will ask you a question. You will answer me. Question 1. Where were you? So everybody that is born is born in sin. So it's not the act of sin that makes you a sinner. It's never been. It's the nature of sin. The nature of sin. Romans 5. Okay, I'm going to have to round this up. I I think it was in part 3 or part 2. I actually said that this was going to be a long series when I was editing the audio I was laughing (laughs) I prophesied it was going to be a long series but if you get this it will change your entire walk with God your entire walk with God verse 12 therefore just as through one man sin entered the world and death through sin and thus on account of that death spread to all men because all men sinned. How did all men sin? By one man's sin. For until the law sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there's no law. I have a question for you for for you to take home tonight. Until the law, sin was in the world, but was not imputed. Who puts sin in the world? It implies that sin has been in existence as long as the world has been in existence. Who injected sin in the world and for what purpose? So sin existed before it began to be imputed. That's not my business tonight. Verse 14. <laughs> somebody will go and, somebody who is uh, who's interested in this thing will go and sit down and talk about it. Put it on the group chat. Can we do that? Yeah? yeah? Put it on the group chat. It will heat up. 14. Nevertheless. <laughs> you see why we must move on from elementary things? Ah. Oh, Lord Jesus. I'm looking forward to the day when I can teach. I'm not there teaching, you know. This is all. This is exhortation. I'm serious. I'm serious. I'm serious. Apollonates understanding this gospel, you know. He swapped it. It's is exhortation. The day is coming when we will start to teach. All of this is trying to get you to come off your. Your two-wheel support. You know when you're learning to ride a bicycle and they put two wheels on the side, you know, to help you steady. I'm, I'm just waiting for you to get to the point where you can now and I will teach. I must start teaching. Three years, I must start teaching. I must start teaching. 200 Word and Life Tuesdays, I must start teaching. It's exhortation. Because there are wondrous things in God's Word. Ah, yeah, yeah. Ah, they have wondrous things, and people that are grappling with elementary things, oh man, faith towards God, Romans 6:1, you know, baptisms, eternal judgment, eh? repentance from from dead works. Paul is like, elementary things. you know I'm just imagining if the guys Paul was writing to in Hebrews were not so spiritually daft. Because there's, there's revelation about Melchizedek that those guys cheated us out on. It annoys me. It pains me. And sometimes I just see them and I'm like, oh, 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 Holy Spirit, show me some more of this thing now. Because it says, Melchizedek, of whom we have much to say, but you cannot because you're hard of hearing. He just stops it and he... Because you know because by now you ought to be teachers you're know? having people teach you again the first principles of oracles of god's word therefore now laying aside all first elements of first principles let's let us now go on to perfection not not laying again these things and he picks up melchizedek later into chapter seven but not quite as meaty as he would have dealt with it if they had capacity at the time imagine sitting down there and paul is teaching i will go crazy me ah, la, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul teaching Eh, he First Corinthians 15 he says for I delivered to you that which I first received how that Christ died according to the gospel you know not laying against so I'm, for all that Paul was writing was not teaching all Paul was writing was just letter to address issues arising from their response to what he actually taught them and oh, we are here fighting over letter Galatians, First Thessalonians, Timothy. You are fighting over letter of Paul. How much more if you had sat there hearing the guy teach all night with many other words he exhorted them? Imagine sitting there and Paul is teaching. My God, you can't sit too. Oh. You can't teach. For until the law, sin was in the world but could not be imputed because there is no law. How was the first sin triggered, Stephen? A law was given Thou shalt not eat. There's these trees and there's these other trees. Eat these other trees. Don't eat this tree. The moment you eat this tree, you will die. A law was passed that sets the stage for the manifestation of sin that was already present before the law was given. <laughs> So why was the law given to trigger sin? Why was sin given? Because a price had been paid. Who gave it? Verse fourteen. I'm trying to close. Eight thirty is closing time. (laughs) 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 Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those who had not (laughs) sinned. So it turns out. That on this hand, sin is imputed without choice. On this other hand, righteousness is imputed yes. without choice. Yes. Because sin reigned even over those who had not sinned. According to the. Put NLT now, let's us understand small English. I'm trying to close, the thing is doing me, you know, it is, hey, still everyone died from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even those who did not disobey an explicit commandment of God, as Adam did, because death is a result of sin, now, keep going, Adam is a symbol, a pattern of Christ. Look can James. Look can James. Ah, who is a type of him? I would use the word here, anti-type. Because that's what he was. Because sin was given, nobody to trigger it. Okay, Adam, come and trigger sin. Righteousness was given. Nobody to trigger it. Oh yeah, Jesus. Come and trigger it. That's all. Because just as sin was before Adam, righteousness was before Jesus. But where grace was not given, righteousness could not be imputed. Where law was not given, sin... Verse 15. I'm trying to find a place to stop. But the free gift is not like the offense. For if by, not man's offense, by the one man, Adam, type. go back if by the one man's offense many died much more the grace of God and the gift by the grace of the one man Jesus Christ abounded many, keep going, and the gift is not like that which came through the one who sinned, for the judgment which came from one offense resulted in condemnation, but the free gift which came from many offenses resulted in in justification, keep going. For if by the one man's offense, death and death there is not physical death is alienation from God. I explained that to you when we talked about that here, yeah? First Thessalonians four and five. For if by the one man's offense death reigned through the one, much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one. Eighteen. It's not done. Therefore. Just as through one man's offense, judgment came to all men, resulting in condemnation. Even so, not through many men's righteous acts. So you cannot good your way into righteousness. You can't. All that is in question. All that is in view. Is one man's righteous act. Through which the free gift. Come go on. Came to how many men? The free gift came to how many men? Offense came to how many men? Free gift came to how many men? Amen. Resulting in justification is still not done <laughs> for as by one man's disobedience many were made sinners so also by one man's obedience many were made righteous go on Moreover the law entered that the offense might abound but where sin abounded grace abounded much more so that as sin reigned in death even so grace might reign through righteousness to eternal life i know where to close Deuteronomy 28 somebody say one man's obedience one man's righteous act. Deuteronomy twenty-eight, verse one. Now which shall come to pass? If you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all His commandments which I command you this day that the Lord your God will set you high above the nations of the earth keep going and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you because you because you the voice of the Lord your God all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you because you obey as a consequence of your obedience let's count them Come on, blessed shall you be in the city blessed shall you be in the country, keep going Maya, quickly, blessed shall be the fruit of your body the produce of your ground and the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flocks, blessed shall your basket and your kneading bowl blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out, the Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face, they shall come out against you one way and flee before you in seven ways, Keep going. keep going the Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself just as he has sworn to you if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways keep going then all the peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the lord and they shall be afraid of you and the lord will grant you plenty of goods in the fruit of your body in the increase of your livestock and in the produce of your ground in the land which the lord swore to your fathers to give you keep going and by the way that is a city whose builder and founder is god not a physical location the lord will open you to you his good treasure the heavens to give rain to your land in its season to bless all the works of your hand you shall lend to many nations but you shall not borrow and the Lord will make you the head and not the tail you shall be above and only and not beneath if you heed the commandments of the Lord your God which I command you today and are careful to observe them so you shall not turn aside from any of the words which I command you this day to the right or the left to go after other gods and to serve them but it shall come to pass If you do not obey the voice of the Lord your God, yeah. to observe carefully all His commandments and His statutes which I command you today, that all His curses will come upon you and overtake you. Cursed shall you be in the city. Cursed shall you be in the country. Cursed shall you basket and your kneading bowl. You are too slow. Maya. Do you want to be cursed? Cursed shall be the fruit of your body. And the produce of your land. The increase of your cattle. The offspring of your flock. Cursed shall you be when you come in. Cursed shall you be when you go out. And we are preaching all of this. And we forget. That what Christ came to do. Was to obey. How many men's obedience. When the law was being given, who was it being given to be obeyed by? One man. When the first law was being given, who was it given to be disobeyed by? Because there was sin, waiting to be imputed by one man's disobedience. <laughs> when this was given, it was being given to second Adam to be obeyed, obeyed by who? One man. Because there was righteousness before then waiting to be given. One man disobeys everybody falls into disobedience one man therefore comes to reverse the disobedience of one man by obeying as the one man so now I without prayer point I'm blessed in the city I'm blessed in the field my produce is blessed my business is blessed my going out is I don't need to pray it Because Jesus obeyed it on my behalf. Hebrews says that he learned obedience by the things he suffered. He walked in obedience so that he could present. You see, part of this exchange series. Man, if you catch this. Part of what Jesus gave to God. Besides propitiation for your sin. Was the full obedience required of you. To be pleasing in his sight, just calculated it, obeyed it all. Say, Father, here's obedience. Oh, so it's finished. Anytime you are looking for obedience in these people, remember what I did. That's what it means for us to be the righteousness of God in Christ. one man's obedience I am fully obedient to God in Christ of myself man I'm such a mess of my own no that's why we don't have it right Christ had to become that righteousness for us First Corinthians 1:30. I've not even gone anything, I've not even taught this thing. I have not, but of him that is God, you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Christ became everything I was so that I could become everything that he is. He became for me righteousness. So my righteousness is not of my own. It's not. It's not. I stand fulfilled before the father because the one man obeyed. And only charlatans will see that as license for misbehavior. Because as a son of God, you understand I have right standing with the Father. It makes me a, a, an apt representation of the Godhead on earth. You're looking for what Jesus looks like. Take a look at me. You like this. Yes, me like this. You. Christ, yes. Even him, him, Jesus in the earth, they didn't believe he was Messiah. So I'm not really bothered if you don't believe I'm Christ-like. Jesus, they called Jesus Beelzebub. They called him a Samaritan. They called him a devil. Jesus. They said, can anything good Come out of Nazareth at the point forgetting that he was not a Nazarene by birth. But they had to find the lowest of places to tie him to. And that's why to fulfill the prophecy that came through Isaiah out of Nazareth shall spring forth. That's why they migrated to Nazareth to fulfill prophecy without knowing. Because Christ took my sin. I now have his righteousness. If you're looking for my sin, see if you can locate it on Jesus. If you're looking for his righteousness, why are you looking now? Look at me. I'm his righteousness. He swapped it. I'm not a sinner. Oh, but but you know the one I messed up yesterday. you were angry yesterday. I'm not a sinner. I don't have a sin nature. So somebody who was, who was, who was a good guy in those days, you now say I'm righteous. No, he was a sinner. because he had the sin nature. I have the righteousness nature. I'm righteous. I'm the righteousness of God. In Christ, you all know the scripture in this house. Second Corinthians 5.19 For he made him who knew no sin. Uh, no, that's not 19. I think it's 21. Yes, 21. For he made him who knew no sin to be seen for us. Mm-hmm. to be sin for us he came in the likeness of sinful flesh that he might destroy sin in the flesh he knew no sin but he became sin for us to the intent that we might become Ephesians 1 7 In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound towards us in all wisdom and prudence. Keep going, having made known towards the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he proposed in him. Self, that in the dispensation of the fullness of time he might gather together in one all things in Christ. Colossians 1.14 I think it's 1.14 same thing Colossians 1.14 Colossians 1.14 14, 14, 14 in whom we have redemption through his blood I have the forgiveness of sins. Past tense. Let's give God praise and close here tonight, man. Honestly. Uh, Hallelujah. Good news. Good news. Good news. It's good news. It's the message that changes everything. This concludes this message. Thank you for listening, and we hope it has been a blessing to you. For inquiries and further information, please send us an email to info at or visit our social media platforms.